Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. If you guys want to get more involved with the podcast, uh, you guys want to have some discussions over the topics that we go over here uh, with some of the guests, or if you guys want to reach out and ask some questions or have some questions that you want answered on the podcast, you can actually now join uh, the official Facebook group for the Wedding Photo Podcast. I have the link in the show notes so you can go down there and go join the group um, you can also reach out to me on twitter at del toro photo and you can reach out to me on instagram at wedding photo podcast and if you have been enjoying this podcast you like what you're hearing if you want to help the podcast uh, you could subscribe rate and review the podcast that'll help the podcast become more discoverable for others to find a couple episodes back, I talked about uh, using how to use like flash, uh, your off-camera flashes for lighting, uh, like receptions at, at weddings. Um, and, you know, to do that, I needed to purchase some more flashes. But I was curious about, about the whole thing. I've got friends that have a couple different setups that they do all with off-camera flashes. Uh, so of course I went down to iPhoto rentals and rented a couple different flashes. Uh, I saw how easy it was for all of them to kind of sync up together. Um, so I rented them out and took them to a wedding and kind of started playing around with them. And I, I like that. So I bought, uh, another, I bought a couple other off camera flashes and some light stands for them and some portable light stands for them. And uh, I've been taking them to weddings and that's kind of been like this new thing that I've been experimenting with, which has been a lot of fun because, you know, you you kind of get stuck doing a lot of the, the same things. So uh, that's another thing that I enjoy about iPhoto rentals. When I want to introduce something new to our photography, you know, I can try out a, a new lens or, uh, you know, in this case, the flash setup, which is like now uh, a whole new thing that I've been experimenting with. Um, so yeah, if you live in Southern California, uh, you can go to iPhoto rentals. They're located in Pomona, uh, but they serve all of, uh, Southern California and they have everything that you need there. They have uh, lighting equipment, they have camera equipment, video equipment. Um, they have everything that you need for your next shoot. And of course, if you mention this podcast, uh, they will give you 10% off of your next rental. Um, everybody down there is really, really cool. You can go down there. They can uh, pull out some equipment for you to check out um, and play around with and get a feel for. And uh, you can rent it out. Uh, so support. Please help me support iPhoto Rentals. So not a whole lot going on this week for us. I mean, we're starting to get down to the end of our editing. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's glorious. We're so excited. We're already excited to kind of sit down and, you know, enjoy some uh, Netflix and some of the shows we've been wanting to binge. So we're going to try to finish up all the rest of our work in the next week or so here. Got a couple projects coming up in this next month that I'll talk about more uh, later on. Um, but yeah, this week is just just kind of finishing up editing. I think we're we're not stressing out as much as we were before. So um, we're excited to just kind of hang out and get things finished up. 
on today's episode, I had a photographer who is, um, I guess you can say semi new to the industry. Uh, I met, um, Nathaniel through some friends in Omaha. Um, as some of you may know, uh, my wife and I got have some family in Omaha, so we've traveled there a few times, and you know we've been fortunate enough to make a few friends out there, uh, some of which are in the photography industry. And uh, I met Nathaniel, and he was just new. He was just starting to get himself into the wedding photography industry. And what I really like about him is that he put he really put his life out out there on social media for. All his, all his friends to see everything that he was doing, all the struggles he was going through to build his business. And so you got to see this evolution. And, um, you know, recently, maybe like I think like in October, he celebrated his first year since he quit his corporate job and went full time. And to see where he started and where he is today has been uh, really cool. So um, I had Nathaniel come on the podcast and just kind of talk about his experience the last year and some of the things that he struggled with and uh, just to get more of an idea of someone who literally just got into the industry and spent their first full year uh, as a full-time wedding photographer. So without any further ado, I present to you Nathaniel Jensen. Hey man, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. I got lots of things that I want to talk to you about. I've been excited to have you on. Uh, I, I mean, I've been following you for, for some time now. Um, but what's cool about your story is how um, how much of yourself you've actually like put out there. You know, you've, you've let everybody in on your whole whole story from beginning to end, you know, leaving your job and going full-time freelance and all your experiences. So it's been, it's been really cool watching your journey and you progress as a photographer and a business owner. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for saying that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I wanted to get into it and just talk to you about how, how you got started with everything. Uh, what were you doing uh, before you got into shooting weddings? Um, so I was in school, I studied, uh, marketing and management at, uh, University of Nebraska, Omaha here. And, um, but you know, during that time I was also had an internship, um, pretty much a marketing internship that led to a full-time job once I graduated. Um, so I was doing that for about eight months. And that is when I kind of decided to pursue photography full time. I guess I should mention I was doing photography on the side. Oh, um, so you already had an interest in, in photography when you got into it. Yeah, yeah. Not for too long, though. Yeah? Yeah. And did, did your job itself have anything to do with, like, influencing, your, you know, your, uh, you wanting to become a photographer? Um, my job honestly really didn't have much of an influence yeah. other than I saw like the contrast between, um, you know, how 
photography made me feel um as opposed to like how my job <laughs> made me feel <laughs> so you definitely wanted to be uh, a photographer more than in the in the corporate world yeah i guess you could say that <laughs> so um so tell me a little bit about when you actually decided that you wanted to maybe pursue photography more than than you being at your current job. Yeah, you know what? It was honestly kind of a I don't know. I want to say it was kind of like a a, a I don't want to say like a rush decision, but yeah. there's definitely a point in time where I was just like, I'm just going to do this, you yeah. know, kind of screw it. Like, I just need like a change. So yeah. I got to one of those um, points and um, basically during that time and what I think could have led to maybe that feeling was I started to see my earnings from just like doing photography part-time um i started to see like my monthly uh income from that equaling what i was making at that job so i think that probably had a big influence on my like decision to just go for it yeah you saw that if, if maybe you left your job you know you could supplement the rest of the that income huh Right. I knew I at least had some income coming from just my photography stuff. So what did you do to prepare, you know, to to start your own business when you decided to do that? What kind of got the wheels rolling? Uh, to prepare, I mean, everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely a lot of like talking to other photographers who had been doing it for a long time, getting their advice. Um, a buddy of mine who is also one of your friends and has been on this podcast, Brett Bruner, mm -hmm. um, has, you know, given me tons of advice. So I'm super grateful to him. Um, he kind of messaged me one day, I think, and was like, yo, you need to be doing all this stuff. And I was like, ah, that's crazy. I'm going to do that like this week. And so I, know, I like got business insurance and like filed for an LLC and, you know, did all that stuff basically within a month's time. Um, that was a pretty crazy month because, yeah, figuring all that business junk out is um tough was, even that, when, was that like overwhelming for you <laughs> yeah you know it was it was tough even when you like study business they don't really <laughs> teach you that stuff yeah so. yeah well you know one of the things that uh i talk uh whenever i talk to uh like high school students or people that are thinking about going into college and stuff and they tell me they want to go to art school for photography you know i always kind of direct them towards like business i'm like if you want to be a photographer a videographer anything like creative you know i'm always advising them take the business route because those are the things that you're not going to learn or people aren't really going to teach you about you know running a business you know yeah so I'm sure. I, I haven't been to art school but i'm inclined to agree with that <laughs> 
Well, your background, your schooling and, and uh, being in marketing, I'm sure the marketing helped because you had a little idea about how to grow your your branding, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that has definitely played at least some role in it. <clears throat> I was also doing like band stuff. Like I had a band and, you know, promoted events and you know, shows and stuff for that on social media. So that kind of helped out too. I don't know, just any, uh, I feel like any personal experience, you know, even outside of school is going to be like way more useful than even just like school alone. Yeah. Well, especially in this, in this industry, like I don't think you can really learn how to shoot a wedding by going to school. (laughs) I think, right. I think yeah. you have to shoot some weddings to really get it, you know, dialed down. <laughs> yeah, it's a very hands-on thing. <laughs> so let's talk about um, I, this. This is like uh, I think a subject that people really want to know about. You know, especially someone who's getting ready to leave their job uh, and maybe make that jump full time. Um, that's something that I'm preparing to do myself. We're we're gearing up because. Uh, early next year, I think I'm going to leave my job and go full time as well. Even though we've been doing this for a couple of years, but you know, I have, it's always been Maria and I, so it's been really simple for us to me kind of have a day job during the week and her do all our editing. Uh, but we want to take the, we want to make the jump as well. So let's talk about your decision to quit your job and go full time. Uh, when did you decide to do that and talk about like the thoughts and feelings that you kind of went through when you were deciding all that? Yeah. Thoughts and feelings. Wow. Um, I cried. So (laughs) I don't usually cry. Um, so lots of feelings. Um, kind of, were you like worried about stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. (laughs) I think there's going to be, you know, some element of worry. Now, if you already have like years of experience of already doing photography and mm-hmm. stuff, and you basically know you have a steady clientele and like a business already set up, I think that is ideal, mm-hmm. more ideal than my situation where I kind of just said, screw it, um, I'm just going to do it. The sooner I start at it, um, the better because I don't want to waste like one more day um, doing something I'm not really passionate about. Yeah, I'd rather you know maybe try it and fail than you know. Kind of my idea was uh, just to start as young as I can so yeah. I can fail as fast and as hard as I want to <laughs> while still being young and not having um, more responsibility like more bills yeah. or you know like a higher car payment or something like yeah. that or like kids or like that good stuff well, welcome to my world man <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was uh, a year ago that you left your job? Um, October of last year. Just so just over a year? A little bit over a year. Nice, yeah. man. Well, congratulations. Uh, and how old were you when you left? Um, I was 23. Dang, man. That's really good. 
Yeah. I think you made, I think you made a good decision and uh, it sounds like you have uh, the right idea about like, you know, how you went about it and going forward with everything. Uh, Did you, um, did you save any funds ahead of time, like as a safety net for when you started your, your business? Um, I would probably recommend saving funds, <laughs> you know, if that is your question. I, let's see, did I save funds? I did have some savings. Um, but again, the thing with like being young, I was still living with my brother, you know, I was paying rent, but not like as much as I'm paying now even. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, having my own place, um, you know, I was at a point where my, basically my expenses would never be lower yeah. than they were. Um, so that really helps out. Also like Omaha is great for not being <laughs> as expensive. So I know. <laughs> I feel like that is a huge, like, caveat to this whole conversation like if you're listening from you know california like (laughs) where you live it is more expensive you know that is a higher risk like that's legit and i mean you guys have to charge more too and and people make more money and so they'll pay more money out there um hopefully but um yeah that's like a huge. But also, I feel like uh, maybe in Nebraska, the market may not even be as saturated as as it is over here in California. I remember when uh, I first met Brett out there, uh, we went and did some shooting, and he was telling he was trying to convince Maria and I to move out to Omaha because mm. it's it's uh it's not so hard to start a business out there, and like I said, there's not as many there's not as much competition as out there. So it's not hard to, to get it, get it started and getting going and not as expensive either too. Yeah, I believe that. (laughs) I think, you know, I think there are more people, you know, starting up here. Um, cause for whatever reason, I don't know, just hearing people's story like mine, maybe, or maybe it's just that I am now in a, I've put myself in a position where I see like all of those stories. Mm-hmm. So maybe I have a bit of a skew uh, perspective, but yeah, it does seem like there are a lot of people at least interested in starting up like that. Well, here. we'll talk about it a little bit later, but I mean, you also help, you know, spawn this community of photographers that are wanting to get into the industry some more. So I know that's what you, it, when, when I talked to Brett, this was like, I mean, even way before I met you, you know, this was maybe like four years ago or something like that. So I didn't, I don't, I don't even think there was uh, a group the way there is now out there where you saw all these photographers, you know? Right. Yeah. That group's only existed since I quit my job basically. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I asked about the, um, about the safety net because um, when I ask around to some of my friends that have already made the jump to go full time, the answer is always different. There's a there's some that have saved up a couple months worth, which obviously is you know anyone would suggest to do that just to to kind of play it safe. 
Um, but I also have a ton of friends that didn't save a dime and, and just def- finally decided to go for it. And uh, the, the kind of senses that I've gotten is that um, whether you save or not, I mean, there's still all these struggles that you're going to go through regardless in learning, you know, mm-hmm. getting started with your business. And I don't think it's any harder or easier. Maybe it's easy, a little easier if you have a little bit of money saved up, but, you know, yeah. you're still kind of got to learn everything. Got to learn the ropes. Right. Yeah, I think, you know, the most important part of that is like, yeah, money's going to make it easier and it's going to give you more peace of mind. But um, if if you're back, if you put your back to a wall, it's just like how much harder are you going to work like at towards your goal? Mm-hmm. So maybe don't save any money so you work extra harder. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe just save some money so you're not going crazy. Okay, we'll play it safe. Oh, <laughs> Either so, way. So how quickly were you able to grow your business to a point where you were you were finally feeling like comfortable with or you saw there was like a, a real progression like you you knew you had kind of made the one well, I'm sure you you felt like you made the right decision but where you felt comfortable with like this was actually gonna uh, make its own uh, you know become sustainable I guess yeah um I mean I definitely didn't know that I'd made the right decision <laughs> for a long time I guess you know and I'm still working on it you know yeah um, but yeah, think things are definitely more stable than they were <laughs> at that <laughs> point for sure. Um, so let's see, remind me, or maybe, or maybe let's talk about some of the struggles that you, that you have gone through over the past year that, that you might want to talk about struggles that I've gone through. Um, just in the initial setup phase, like how to file for an LLC. That was like a huge, like right off the bat one. Um, setting up like a business uh, bank account. Yeah. Um, you know, just like how to gain a clientele. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a huge one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There are like too many. I could dive into like any of those if you want. Why'd you uh why'd you choose to do an LLC over uh, a sole proprietorship? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So LLC from my uh business school understanding is just meant for you know, if you want to open a business that you want your personal assets separate from the business's assets. So basically no one is supposed to be able to sue you for like your house or your car Mm. or anything like that. If, uh, they're suing, you know, you for something business related. Um, so yeah, having all that protected. Yeah. That's pretty smart. And did you do anything to market market yourself? Did you like take out ads or anything? Because you said that one of your struggles was, was building a clientele. What did you do to build a clientele? Um, 
I just tried to shoot as much as I could. Um, shoot anything and everything I could. I, you know, did a couple, you know, like style type shoots, not really styled shoots, but I would like ask people if they just wanted to go out and shoot, um, like for free, that type of thing. Like when I was just starting out, yeah. it's, um, but yeah, other than that, just kind of posting everything that I did on Facebook, tagging the people that were in it, um, you know, asking people to leave me a review like on Google and on Facebook, getting on Google and Facebook <laughs> and Instagram and actually posting to those things. Yeah. Um, yeah networking with people other photographers yeah. and um uh, for like referrals and stuff like that and are you shooting anything else besides like weddings uh to supplement your income uh yeah i mean i shoot um a couple families um couple just like couple sessions yeah. you know like anniversary or, or something like that proposals um do you do any corporate stuff or, or uh, like editorial yeah. stuff anything like that i do some events for like one organization yeah. two organizations technically <laughs> but the other one only has me once a year so oh, okay <laughs> very cool man so give us a give us a little insight on what it's like running your business day to day. Now that you've kind of established yourself, like what's uh what's your week look like? That's kind of tough actually because every week is sort of different. Mm -hmm. Um and it really depends obviously on like the time of year because I go through really busy times and then really not so busy times. Yeah. Um so just kind of have to account for that too. Uh, when you're looking at the day-to-day -day side of things, but I would say on like a busy um, month or time of the year, I I mean, if I'm shooting, I'm obviously shooting. I mostly shoot, you know, weddings and stuff. So on the weekends, um, Friday, Saturday, usually I'll be shooting a wedding, um, sometimes both Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Uh, for like a double header and then you know throughout the week I am calling editing um, posting to social media I don't typically like update my website all that often <laughs> who, do wait. who does man <laughs> I like I am now because it's like a slower time like I said yeah. So like, I don't know, just just like understanding your busy and slow times and like not being hard on yourself or like yeah. not updating your website <laughs> when you're like swamped with, you know, galleries that you want to get edited. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's super important. I feel like a lot of people can like get all caught up in that and like burn themselves out on like, oh, I have to do like everything and like stay on top of my 
social media game and all this stuff when I'm like, if I need a break, I'll pretty much just like not do anything Yeah, for like yeah. a couple of days. Well, we all need a break, man. And, and we all need vacation too. So I'm sure, you know, you set yourself up for that, but do you, um, do you like set up a specific like work schedule throughout the week or do you kind of just do, do it? Uh, kind of however you want day to day. It's pretty much however I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to do a schedule yeah. and I'm just terrible at sticking to schedules. Yeah. I'll get like bursts of, you know, productivity that I'll just ride for like a long time. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I need a break. I'm mm. not doing anything for two days. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of nice, man. I, um, I feel like I, or I feel like we need to actually have a specific schedule, but you know, we also have our son and he's in school and we have to take him to school and pick him up. And, you know, so, so our, our, like, I think for on our end, it's more important because, you know, we have to, uh, account for all that time. So like someone's taking Gabriel to school and, uh, while he's gone, we're, we're doing work that way when he gets back home, we're able to like have some family time, you know? Yeah, definitely. You know, if you have that too, like that's another reason, um, I don't know that yeah, it, it's honestly, it's a little bit, selfish to like start a business you know because sometimes that's gonna take up a lot of your time Mm -hmm. um so just going into that i feel like um you kind of just need to be conscious of how much time you can potentially devote to stuff Mm -hmm. and uh just so you like get in ahead of that because yeah like you said, spending time with like family and stuff is always super important. You know, that's, that's actually one of the reasons why we want to go full time because we've gotten to the point where, you know, I go to work, uh, I go to work like at four in the morning and then I come home and I continue working, you know? And Mm -hmm. so we're kind of overwhelmed with work where as soon as I let that job go, I'm going to be able to schedule out our photography, you know, day to day and, and actually have time to, to spend with my family. Like we, we definitely spend time together now, but it's always in, you know, in, uh, these little moments in between of our editing and, you know, getting our photos and videos done too. So, yeah, yeah, actually that, that's an amazing point like literally the freedom of like setting your own schedule yeah it's probably my favorite part yeah. of like the whole thing yeah yeah i'm sure that's been and, and and you should be proud too man like you like again like i said i watched you go from just starting your business not really knowing how to get clients and and do this whole thing and uh and now you're killing it, man. You're out there shooting weddings every weekend and uh, and uh, you got your own thing going, man. Appreciate it. I remember one of the uh, one of the moments that I saw was like how excited you were to like get your own apartment, 
while oh. while having your own business. You know what I mean? Like you got to make that jump. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Heck yeah, my studio. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the Omaha Photographers Collaborative. That so you said you started this. Uh, it's a it's just a Facebook. It started as a Facebook group, right? Yeah. And you started yeah. it when you started your business. Um, basically the Facebook group and basically the concept of the group had existed for probably a few months before I started my business. Um, but definitely like when I quit my job and had all this free time on my hands, I needed to fill that with something and yeah. That is when I decided to revisit the uh, Omaha Photographers Collaborative Group, and which is now the Creatives Collaborative yeah. and uh, Omaha Creatives Collaborative in Omaha. Well, tell me some more about the, the group, um, what it is exactly, and, and why you started it. Yeah, so the Creatives Collaborative... Um, it's, it's basically a community organization, um, you know, dedicated to fostering the growth of creative freelancers, artists, entrepreneurs, um, you know, all those types of people, photographers, videographers, designers, musicians, uh, we all have groups for now locally on Facebook. Um, and yeah, it's, it's an online forum, but also we have meetups and, um, even trips, um, just for, you know, networking and educational opportunities for people. And is it just you running the group or do you, do you have some help as well? Uh, I do have help with it yeah. now. Yeah. But it, but you originally just started it your, yourself. Originally, it was just me, and I hosted like 25 events during like a winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the yeah. events, man. You you get you had like a panel of photographers come on, and 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 uh, other photographers come out to listen, right? Yeah, so um, basically how the events started out, and we still do have these events, is like we would ask, or I would ask, sorry, I say we now for some <laughs> reason, some more legit maybe, um, I would ask a you know respected photographer in the community to uh, be featured Um for a meeting and basically the meeting is like a Q and a type thing, pretty yeah. laid back. Uh, so they would just come and anyone was invited, uh, free meetup type thing and just host them, basically ask them their story, how they got started and then, kind of open the floor to questions yeah. it's very similar to this <laughs> except it's like in person yeah and <laughs> and it was local too that's what i love about the the omaha 
photographers collaborative like it really gave uh all these photographers like um you know a community to to go and you guys have a like from what i've seen i'm in the group i'm not anywhere in omaha but i like being in the group because uh because it's it's a really good community of people in there that really help each other out yeah definitely i think uh putting that face-to-face element to it definitely um is what led to that Mm -hmm. culture in the group because i know there are a lot of other facebook groups and stuff out there um that don't meet and um i feel like just people on our forum are just like a lot more willing to maybe answer questions because they're like hey i might see you at like an event or something and oh i might already know you from like another event so well i've talked about this before but um i remember i reached out to you because uh, you know, Maria's, uh, Maria's family lives out in Omaha. So we go out there every once in a while and her mom, her mother owns, uh, a, a bridal boutique and she wanted to do some, she wanted to, uh, do some content for it. So I reached out to you, you know, not even, not even thinking about the group at first. I don't even know if I was a part of the group yet. I just knew you had started it or you, you were running it. And then, uh, I asked you about it and you're like, Oh, you should, you should throw this up on the group. I bet you can get like a ton of help. And like right away, I think it was uh, Cassie who, who volunteered to help and, uh, help me put together some models. And, uh, we got a florist to come out and we did this all over, you know, social media with, without even meeting. I didn't, I didn't meet you guys until we like shot that little. Yeah. Yeah, like a style shoot. Yeah. And uh, like you asked too, um, do I have help? Like, yeah, Cassie is one of the people that has helped me out a lot. Basically, uh, what she has been doing is like setting up little like styled shoots and stuff for people to come to. So I thought, hey, this we might as well just like set this up and make this like styled shoot basically like yeah. we've already been doing yeah. so why not we just already have the bridal shop yeah. so <laughs> dude that's so cool man i'm i'm sure this has been a huge help to other photographers in the area what kind of feedback have you gotten from the community with with all the events and all the things that you guys put on i mean lots of lots of positive feedback we've had events um like of 50, 60, almost a hundred people, um, for these like Q and a things. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And people really seem to enjoy them. They seem to engage with the online community, a, a good amount. Um, yeah, everything's been, been positive. Yeah. And do you guys put on these, uh, these events like every month? Is that, is that how you guys do it? Um, that is, that's the goal. Um, I was doing it a lot more than we currently are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the goal is to do one a month. Yeah. Nice. So what's next for you, man? What, uh, what are your plans? What are your goals? I mean, you're just one year into running this business and you, you already got it going. What, what else do you have, uh, in the works? Um, my goals are doing it better than I did it this year. (laughs) 
Um, not that I did this year bad, but yeah. you know, can always grow. Yeah. And then yeah, working on the the creatives collaborative is like my passion project. Yeah. Like I haven't got any money from that aside from like referrals from knowing people through it, but yeah. um, I've put in tons of work towards that and I always just feel um just fulfilled by that just kind of like it's like a giving feeling yeah you know um so just continuing to work on that growing that uh I mentioned like we have groups for other um types of artists now on Facebook Mm -hmm. so um really trying to integrate more videographers, uh, graphic designers and like musicians into that community, uh, kind of just growing that same frame of mind, Mm -hmm. um, across like different art forms and with the intention of like intermingling, um, you know, artistic disciplines and creating some really potentially cool, like collaborations, like across, uh, some different mediums. And, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. You, you're, uh, you're definitely helping bring all these people together. And like I said, because of your group, you guys were able to help us out and you know, we all came together for even for that little shoot, but everybody was like right on top of it, which was really cool. Cool. So, so what is uh, some advice you would give photographers coming into the industry? You know, uh, like if you could go back, what would you tell yourself a year ago? <laughs> um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to someone who you know, who you see is like already doing the thing that you want to do mm-hmm. and just like ask them whatever question you want to, even if they like say no, like all they can do is say no. Yeah. So, but honestly, they're probably just going to say yes. Cause uh, I don't know that that's just what I did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Just like asking, asking, you know, dumb questions to, tons of people on Facebook and just learning from other people. It's huge. I feel like most people would be, you know, when you ask them questions about how they did their thing, I think they're more open to, to, you know, helping you because they're, they're almost like a little honored that you ask them and they want to be able to help you out too. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it does feel good to like be asked to help someone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't, don't be afraid to ask cause you'll probably make someone feel good. Yeah. And are you planning to do some more like educational stuff yourself? Cause I know you, you have, I feel like with the group, you have that opportunity as well, you know, and watching you grow your business. That's definitely some, some, there's some advice that you can give to people there as well. Yeah. Um, I've kind of strayed away from like featuring myself mm-hmm. as as part of the group um just for kind of like obvious reasons <laughs> that i feel are obvious that maybe not, i don't know anywho um yeah i've strayed away from 
featuring myself. Um, but I'm always available. Um, like if people want to ask me any question, you know, I, I meet with people for coffee like all the time. Yeah. I'm an open book. So definitely, definitely ask me questions if you want. I will reply. Well, I definitely think you're, you are a perfect person to reach out to, to talk about this because, you know, you, you, you've only been doing this for a short amount of time, but like I've said, I've watched your business grow to what it is. You have a clientele, you know, and it looks like you've done a pretty successful job at doing this. So, you know, any advice that you can give to anybody, like I've been photographing for years, but even I'm picking up on, on some of the things that you've done because we're preparing to go full-time ourselves, you know? So you're definitely an inspiration, man. And, uh, you should be proud of all the work that you've done. I appreciate it. Yeah. Let me know, let people know where they can find you online or on social media to, to find your work and reach out to you. Yeah. So Nathaniel Jensen is my name and Nathaniel Jensen photography, uh, is my business on Facebook, Instagram, website, all that good stuff. The creatives collaborative is on Facebook. And if you go to, if you just search creatives collaborative, we have a Facebook page but on that page, you can find links to our groups, um, which are closed groups, but we'll let you in if you coo. Um, <laughs> we're not like super strict. You have to tell us like what your spirit animal is, and then we're like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, Creatives Collaborative, and then, yep, the Omaha Creatives Collaborative is the existing chapter. Hopefully there will be more chapters of that. Wink, wink. <laughs> well, I have been watching it grow, so I'm sure it's, it's, uh, it's, it's making its way out there. Uh, I'll have all, all the links to, to your, uh, your social media accounts and the Omaha Photographers Collaborative, everything in the, in the show notes below so everybody can find you guys. Sweet. So Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks again for making it on here and uh, and giving me some of your time uh, today, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. And that's it. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. If you guys want to reach out to me, you can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. You can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. And now you can join the official Wedding Photo Podcast Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Go down there, click on the links, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That helps the podcast become more discoverable for others to find. And um, again, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will see you on the next one.